Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 142. And it's Monday, so we're going to talk about a little motivation, a little momentum tip here. But it wouldn't be Monday if I didn't give you the 20-week countdown. So if you have a race the weekend of July 29th, then today marks your first day of your 20-week training cycle. Congrats. <laughs> Hopefully you've got all of your training figured out. If you haven't, if you need some help, hit me up, send me an email and I'll get you squared away. Okay. So today I want to talk about one step closer, one step further away. That's sort of how I like to think about this training process. And it's a mindset that I want to share with you guys. So on Friday, you heard my episode about starting over and you know, the starting over process can be challenging, right? Especially if you have gotten out of the habit of showing up every day and doing something, um, whether that's your shakedown, whether that's your mobility, your walking, your running, your strength training, whatever that thing is, if you have gotten out of the habit of it, because you've shifted your focus and your priority to something else, the whole starting over process can be challenging because one of the things we talk about in Run Your First 50K is the value and importance of momentum. You don't have any momentum when you're just starting out, right? It's like trying to push a boulder uphill or trying to, I don't know why this just came into my head, but like when your car dies <laughs> and like you're, or runs out of gas and you're trying to push it, like at the very beginning, you sort of have to do that little rock back and forth to get it going. And then once the wheels turn a little, you can get it going. Can you tell that I like live in the middle of nowhere and this has happened to me before? <laughs> gas stations are few and far between around here, my friends. So Let's talk about this mindset, this idea of momentum and one step closer, one step further away. The way that I like to air quotes, talk myself into showing up and doing the thing is by utilizing this thought, which is today I'm either getting one step closer to my goal or I'm getting one step further away. And I keep thinking that every single day and every single time that I am faced with a decision to make between doing the training or not doing the training. I mean, ideally, there wouldn't be a decision. You would just automatically show up and do it. No questions asked, no resistance, no nothing. But that's not realistic. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how my brain works. And I'm sure as shit that's not how your brain works either. Okay. So if you find yourself in this conundrum, this place where you're like, Ugh, I do not want to do this. And just as a side note, want don't bring want into this because want will never get you where you want to go. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's true. You can want all day long, but wanting doesn't create momentum. Action creates momentum. So you're either getting one step closer by taking action and showing up and doing the thing, or you're getting one step further away because you don't take action. You don't show up. You don't do shit. So I'm always talking about just showing up and starting right? The daily shakedown starts with 
five minutes. Just, I made a post about this a couple weeks ago. Maybe I'll link it in the show notes. I made a post over on Instagram about just set your timer for five minutes and move. It was in the context of like yoga and daily shakedown and mobility, but you could set your timer for five minutes and do the stairs in your house or walk to the end of your driveway or around the block or just and move, right? This sort of action begets momentum and starts a streak, so to speak, that is difficult to let go of. And once you keep getting one step closer day by day by day, it will be harder for you mentally to break that streak. I mentioned in the last podcast episode that I'm reading this book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And in it, he talks about Stephen King and his writing strategy and how he was so prolific in creating and writing so many books. And one of the things that he talked about was that Stephen, oh no, was it Stephen King? No, actually, I think it was Jerry Seinfeld. Sorry, same book, but different analogy. They were were talking about how Jerry Seinfeld was so prolific in all of his joke writing and his content creation. And what he said was, what Jerry said was, he got this big calendar, a big wall calendar, and every day that he sat down and wrote jokes, he put a big X through the calendar. And it was very visible, very in your face, a big red marker X through that day. And you can start to see how when you have that tangible thing that you see and are confronted with every day, how you could start to stack things up in your favor, because you don't want to break that streak. You don't want to see that void, that hole in your calendar where you haven't done something. This is why I'm so big on if you do nothing else every day, just do make sure that you do your daily shakedown. And you guys are like, yeah, 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 daily shakedown. Like I do a couple little stretches. No, <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. At the very least, you need to be showing up every day and giving your body the attention and the love that it deserves by taking your joints and your muscles through their greatest pain-free range of motion every single day. I will go to my grave saying this thing, okay? Okay. And I've got tons of testimonials and past clients and current clients that will rave about the shakedown, like in and of itself. And so I want you guys to just know that that simple act of doing your daily shakedown will get you one step closer every single day versus you thinking about it the way that you might be thinking about it now, which is like, meh, I don't know, like I bend over, I touch my toes you know, I don't know, maybe I do a few side stretches, like eh, call it good. No, not the same. (sighs) Trying not to get worked up over this. (laughs) Just, it's just not the same. Okay. So start to think about your daily training as getting you one step closer or one step further away, because it's literally what's happening consistency is the thing that's going to ensure that you show up ready to kick ass on training on your race day. Excuse me, not training day. That's a movie. Whole other other thing. (laughs) On race day. If you don't put in the work, then it's not going to happen for you on race day. And maybe many of you have had this actual experience. You have done some quote unquote training that doesn't really stack up. There's no momentum. There's no consistency to it. It's just sort of this like shotgun or throw spaghetti at the wall approach and see what sticks. It's sporadic. It's chaotic. It's, it's, there's no sense to be made of it. 
and you call it training and then you show up on race day, but in the back of your mind, I know you know that it's not 100%. You did not give it your all, but you show up and you go through the motions and you do the thing. And then, you know, maybe you hit your goal, maybe not. And then you're like, eh, I don't know. I could take it or leave it. Like, if you, sh- if you did the thing every day to the best of your ability and then went to bed and showed up again the next day and did the thing to the best of your ability, I guarantee you that come race day, you'd be rip-roaring, ready to go. You would know that you had done the work, even if you had the nerves that typically accompany race day, whether it's your first or your farthest or the most challenging, you're still going to know and be able to look back in your brain and say, shit, I just did all of this work. Like my body is going to bank on the fact that I've put it through worse, so to speak, in training so that when I show up on race day, there's no question that I'm ready to handle whatever this course throws at me. And the only way that that's going to happen is that if you think today, I'm going to make decisions that get me one step closer to my goal. And if it comes down to you've got to get a big wall calendar, put it up someplace visible, that's going to smack you right in the face and put a big red X through it on the days that you accomplish your mission and then leave it blank on the days that you skip or backslide, then that's what it's got to be. You have to come up with a way, a system to do this. And one of the systems that I like is training peaks. I did a whole workshop about that recently. If you want to get the replay for that, I'm going to put a link down below in the show notes where you can sign up and I'll send it to you. But one of the ways that you can track is through a piece of software like Training Peaks or Final Surge, or there's probably others out there, but I just happen to like Training Peaks, where you can log in, it syncs with your watch, and you can have a color-coded visual representation of where you did awesome and where you did not do awesome. Now, you could also just not log in there and turn a blind eye to it, but that's a whole other topic for a whole other episode, okay? So maybe start to adopt this mindset, right? Especially if you're just starting over or especially if you're finding yourself in a challenging place, whether that's training related, like the challenges are training related or whether it's life circumstances that are making your training challenging, start to think about what is the one thing that I can do today that will get me one step closer to where I wanna go and just show up and do that thing. Don't worry about the rest of it. Okay. And this isn't an excuse for you not to do all of your training. Well, Megan said that all I had to do was show up and do my daily shakedown. Mm, No, that's not how it works. But there might be certain days where circumstances are quite challenging and you have to choose. You have to make the best decision of the worst options because that happens, right? And this is, again, part of the reason why we opt for a 20-week or 24-week training plan so that if you have days like this or if you get sick for a week, that you're not down to 15 or 14 weeks to get this shit done, that you've baked in some time for life to happen. And for, you know, for things to go on that are outside of your control. One step closer, one step further away. I promise you, if you use this as your filter, you use this as your lens through which you see and make decisions, everything gets very clear. (laughs) You know, like if I got up this morning, I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe I'll just sit around in my pajamas all day long. And then I think to myself, is that going to get me closer to running my first 50K or my 200 miler, like 
legitimately, you guys, this is what I said to myself every stinking day that I got up and had to train for Tahoe. I did not want to show up at that finish line with the mental calendar in my head of all of these days with gaps on them with no red X's. I wanted that thing to be stacked with red X's. And it was, there were very few days, if any at all, that I did not do any training. If at the very least I did multiple shakedowns a day, because that's what I needed. All right. So this process of training will teach you so much about yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, about your capabilities, about what your thresholds and your limits are. And I'm not just talking like physical output thresholds, like heart rate or max effort or power cadence or anything like that. I'm just talking about what you are physically capable of showing up every day and doing. This is the hard work. This is the stuff that you have to do in order to get to where you want to go. And there are some people that are going to come along for the ride with you. And there are some people that are not going to sign up for that. It's fine. They chose not to come. They might have to see you hit your goals before they buy into what you're doing. And just know that. All right. So that's all for this episode, you guys. Use this filter, use this mindset, build some momentum, start making some calculated decisions. I certainly am. Remember, I'm starting over. And so this is my process as well. Hey guys, real quick before you go, I wanted to just read you a couple of reviews that I got about the Run Your First 50K program from the most recent round of graduates. So Kara said, if you want to gain a really well-rounded skill set for trail running, this is a fantastic opportunity. You'll gain skills that go way beyond just running and walk away with a supportive community and a whole lot of resources. Julie said, it is worth it, especially if you don't know anybody that has done ultras to bounce questions off of. I loved meeting the other women and will enjoy watching everyone's success. Esty said, if you are thinking about doing your first 50K and are considering the program, just do it. There is so much helpful information and the group coaching approach allows you to learn from others as well. And last but not least, Elkie said, do it. There is no reason not to learn more and become more efficient and fit, not only for a race, but for everyday life. So this is just a snapshot um, from a few of the women in the most recent group. So I'm sharing this with you because there are just two weeks left before applications close on Friday, March 17th. So if you're doing a 50K this year and you're feeling a little lost or overwhelmed or confused, as to how to put together all the pieces, let me help you. Head on over to runyourfirst50k.com to get more information about the program and to apply. So this program, the accelerated six-week group coaching program, is by application only. So you'll see a little button at the top that says apply now. Click that, fill out the form, fill out the survey, answer it to the best of your ability, and then you'll get an email back from me with probably a few follow-up questions that will help me to evaluate if this 
round of the program is right for you. And then keep an eye on your inbox because you'll get an email from me either way. All right. Whether you're in or whether I recommend that you do a next or later round of the program. If you have questions about any of this, just email me Megan at Megan Gould.com. And I look forward to reading all of your applications for the program. That's all for this episode. You guys enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Oh, 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 oh,